0: Hello, and welcome to the Agape Leaders Podcast. This week, we have a very special guest joining us. Her name is Geraldine Rodriguez. And when I tell you that this young lady is anointed by God, I need you to believe me. I am so excited that she was able to make time to come here and spend some time with us and share her faith journey this young lady is sold out to the lord and i think the thing that makes me the most excited is she is still in high school now it's kind of a a unique kind of situation because she's a senior in high school but she's also a sophomore in college And so when she graduates high school, she will also graduate with an A.A. degree and she is living life for the Lord. And so without further ado, let's bring in this week's guest on the Agape Leaders podcast, Gerilyn Rodriguez. Well, welcome in Gerilyn. We're so happy to have you here on the podcast.
1: Hi, it's so good to be on.
0: (laughs) Praise God, praise God. Well, I say this to every single guest, and that is the purpose of this podcast is to help people grow in their relationship with Jesus Christ. And so that's our goal here at the Agape Leaders Podcast. And so to that end, would you tell our listeners a little bit about your faith journey?
1: Yeah so i really found the lord i would say uh, my sixth grade summer um i went to a summer camp and it was actually another student i was kind of just like sitting in the back um and i had been in church all my life um but that doesn't necessarily mean that you're saved you know you can be in the church doors but on your way to hell um every week and so i was just sitting in the back you know just like kind of sitting in the chair And this girl um, came up and prayed for me. And when she prayed for me, it was just like electricity just like went through my body. And I just had such like a passion and a hunger for the Lord in a way that I've never known before. Um, And so really that whole week, I just started um, pursuing the Lord and worship um, and just reading the word and really just like opening up just so many things that had never made sense to me before or kind of just religion or just routine. Um, But now there's just so much light on it um, because I was doing it out of like love and adoration for wanting to know him for who he really was. Um, And so, yeah, um, I found the Lord. I got filled with Holy Spirit and I've just always been on fire for him ever since. I think we kind of have this like, Misinterpretation that you know, once you get saved, you can go through like highs and low periods, which is true. Um, we all go through seasons, but I think if you truly love the Lord and if you've truly encountered Him, then you will continue to have a fire for Him that never dies out because your heart is an altar and you're continually offering up sacrifices for Him. Um, and so yeah, I've just been on fire ever since.
0: Praise God. You know, I love that, in the church door, but on your way to hell. I, I had never heard it said like that. You know, you hear a different kind of things, so I wrote that down. Uh, the, our listeners know that I'm always writing notes while you guys okay. are talking, so uh, don't don't mind me. I, I like like something that you just said there, and I wanted to kind of piggyback on that and maybe get you to – uh, open that up a little bit. <clears throat> you talked about being on fire for the Lord and that sometimes people talk about, you know, being up and down. Mm-hmm. What what might you attribute that up and down? Because let's be honest with each other. We're just going to be real on the Agape News yeah. podcast. <laughs> it isn't God's desire for us to be up and down. If we look right. at Jesus Christ, and a lot of times we throw our culture onto Jesus Christ, meaning when he's in the Garden of Gethsemane and he's saying, you know, if it's your will, you know, take this cup from me, we begin to think, oh, look at him. Yeah, he's he struggling too. And I, I think we underestimate Jesus Christ. Uh, and, and we throw our word struggle onto that. But it's not the same. You know, Jesus Christ interacting with God the Father is, he doesn't ever want to be separated from God the Father. And what was about to happen was separation from God the Father. Our Mm -hmm. struggle is not that. You know, we we walk away from God the Father on our own. So uh, how do you, how do you, encourage or minister or share when you're talking with people and they're telling you about up and down and here you are on fire how 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 do you talk to them can you give us some advice on that yeah
1: so I think I mean a main point (laughs) that we're hitting on is that you know the God's movement or um plan for our life is not based off of our emotions and so you know it's one of our biggest blessings because we are empathetic you know we have feeling and we're we're so we operate so much towards what we're feeling in the moment but it also sometimes can get in the way um, of what the Lord is wanting to do because we give him the excuse of oh I don't feel like doing that Um, and so I feel like it really has to come down to that scripture verse, um, I believe in second Corinthians when it's talking about take captive every thought. Um, and so it's not that, you know, feeling mourning or grief is bad, but it's when it's not into submission to the spirit. Um, and so when you're living your life and, um, as humans, we're obviously going to be emotional, but when that's submitted to him, Um, in a way where it's subjective to his authority and his control. So, okay, Lord, like I'm really struggling in this area, you know, maybe you're dealing with depression or something like that, anxiety, you submit that to him. Um, and I I think he really loves when we're vulnerable to him, but it's when we get that confused and start allowing it to let us slip up into areas where he's called us to be consecrated. So it's not an excuse um, for you to fall into sin, it's, it really should move you, um, into being closer to the father and allowing him to understand where you really are. So I don't know if that made sense, but that's kind of where I just stand with it. It
0: makes, it makes a lot of sense. And in fact, if you, if anyone listens to this podcast, they hear me say this all the time, but here's a shameless plug. You talked about taking captive every thought life or every thought. In uh, 2 Corinthians ten, and on April the sixth, uh, for those of you who are listening, I would encourage you—you're right here on the podcast. You can go back and click on the April the sixth Word Wednesday. I specifically talk about what Jerry Lynn just said. You know, so I like the fact that you said, you know, it's—it's it's our thought life. Yeah. You know? Well, sure. I have to to do this, you know, I, I don't have any choice, I'm depressed, and I'm not talking about clinical depression, because uh, there's some mental things that people have to deal with. We're talking about clinically, where it's a, some chemical imbalances. But I think my struggle for us as a as a nation, mm-hmm. specifically in America, is I feel like, and I, and I want your take on this, mm-hmm. I feel like we look at our circumstances and we say, oh, well, I can't do this. And here we are Christians. Here we are in Christ. Here we are talking about I love the Lord. Here we are saved, sanctified, on our way to heaven, right? But I can't do that, you know, and we didn't bit more take it to the Lord. Uh, and I think it comes back to what you're talking about, thought life. But, but what do you when I, when I make that statement about us uh, as a country, what are your thoughts
1: yeah so I think this is a major problem um in our generation um, and honestly, we throw words around like depression and anxiety um and fear and all of those things, and I'm not saying that those aren't real because those definitely clinical um you know issues and just like diseases that people really need to go and seek help with. but again, I just think it's an excuse because in America we've just like cultivated um this Christian like life where you can walk how you want to, you can stay in what you want to, um, and you can call it whatever you want, and that's going to be okay. It's going to be embraced, and honestly, it's going to be encouraged. And so I think a lot of times, too, you know, our job as the church, capital C, is to disciple people and then send them back out but it almost seems like we're trying to cultivate a people who continually need to come back Mm. and we need them to live off of the church. And so there's just so many people who are living off of the church. Um, and they don't really understand how to have a relationship with the Lord or walk with the Lord outside of the church. And I think that's just a problem. I think that's, um, honestly too, in our just leadership and how we teach, um, you know, he calls us higher. And so, we try to cultivate all of our different terminologies and again, just giving us excuses, um, and to stay in the same cycles. And it's just the cycle of sin, repentance, church, and then back to sin again. But Mm -hmm. that, that cycle is non-existent when you're walking with the Lord. Mm -hmm. Um, and it honestly shows fruit of who you are, um, and where you are in your relationship with Christ. Um, and what you watch and what you walk with and who you talk with and all those different things. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I just think that's kind of a little bit of like the church's leadership right now in America where we try to create like a seeker friendly environment.
0: Mm. So, so I, I, You, you, you're just full of gold nuggets. You just said a seeker friendly environment to the listener who says, huh? What does that mean? Would you unpack that a little bit when you say a seeker friendly environment?
1: Yeah. So I guess I would define it as trying to embrace culture, popularity, um, what you feel like Maybe like your youth group or the congregation, like what they're wanting to hear. Mm. Um, would really, you be
0: in here quoting Timothy? No. <laughs> <laughs> would you be quote that 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 what Paul said? It's gonna come a time when people only want to listen to what their itchy what the, ears yeah. want to hear. You better yeah. stop it.
1: <laughs> and so, again, you know, we, we're just we really constrain this Holy spirit by moving when we give him an agenda and tell him Mm. that he has to stay within this time period Mm. or, um, we tell him what we are going to teach on what we're not going to teach on. And when in reality, like every movement, like every word that comes out of our life should be breathed, inspired, um, and birthed in prayer and in submission to him again. And so really just like having a seeker friendly environment is just, preaching what you think people want to hear or, you know, and cultivating an environment that you think people will come to. But, um, you know, Jesus was very clear when he was giving the message about breaking his body and giving his blood. That was very offensive and many people walked away. And then he turned to Peter. and was like, are you going to walk away too? And I love his response. He says, to whom else would we go? Um, And so you really have to get to an understanding of is Christ offensive to you or not? So.
0: Hey, it's, it's, I, I can't, I wish that people could see the smile on my face. It is genuine. I have been chomping at the bit to have you on this podcast because, and it's going to lead me to this, this uh, question that I have. Um, I'm sure that people look at you and they think, oh, she's so young and the reality is age you know, really ain't nothing but a number you are a teenage preacher you share the word i have heard you share the word uh not only uh to our youth but i also watched you in i think it was it virginia
1: yeah mm-hmm. yeah
0: i watched you in virginia and It is clear that you spend time in prayer. It is clear that you spend time in the Word. And it is clear that you love the Lord your God and you put Him first. So my question to you is, what lessons have you learned about sharing your faith as a teenage preacher. And, I, and I'm emphasizing teenage because I can imagine there's times that people are like, well, what did you know? You're only blah, blah.
1: Yeah. Um, <clears throat> you know, that's actually just like something that's really been, even like on my heart, like the past couple weeks, because so I'm graduating um, in less than a month and I really just like thought back of like my whole um just like years in high school and like even middle school. And I even like found myself like questioning the Lord, like, Lord, like I feel like I didn't get the normal high school um experience. Um, for those of you who don't know, I did go to collegiate. And so I have been online for the past two years. Um, and I really didn't do anything that like a high schooler would do. So I never went to parties. Um, I never went to games um i never went to prom i didn't go to homecoming so you know I was just like really pondering with the lord um because i feel like that's important like when you have questions like just go to the lord because um he's just he's so like raw and genuine with us but um i really just felt him speaking on like jerry lynn i, I want you consecrated for me mm-hmm. um and if you don't know what like consecrated means is it means like set apart, or um, being used for a specific reason, so just really being drawn out, um, and so there's definitely things, um, like I just talked about, that I, I never did, um, and it was to, onto being consecrated and set apart for the Lord, and so with that, um, I've spent a lot of time in prayer rooms, um, in the church, capital C, because I love community, and going, and just traveling and stuff um and i would say the biggest thing that i've learned about being a teenager and just like sharing the word in the gospel is that one it takes being in relationship with him so being in prayer being in the word listening to his voice because if you're not listening you have nothing to say um and then two being willing to be set apart and being willing to be asked of Not that he doesn't want you to be involved in things, but that he has greater purposes for you. Um, And so, you know, people won't understand a lot of the times, but then that also sets you up for divine encounters with other people. And so I've seen the Lord work in so many ways. I've seen people be healed, you know, delivered, just transformed. Um, And just, I guess, being a teenager. I guess like the the most like emphasized thing that I can hit on is that you know it's uncomfortable, so like you have to share things or do things that aren't what the flesh wants. Um, again, just submission to the spirit, like really, really giving him like your every yes, no matter if it makes you uncomfortable or not. So it's been extremely uncomfortable. I've done things I have not wanted to be doing. Um, I have said no to things I have really wanted to do. Um, But again, it's just giving him every single yes. Um, And even if it's uncomfortable, continuing to serve and minister for him.
0: I'm telling you what, thank you, Jesus, for Jerry Lynn Rodriguez, We just, I'm just going to pray right now, Father, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you for what you're doing with this young lady. And we are thankful for her obedience. We are thankful because you consecrated her and she has obeyed you. And so yes, Lord, she has said no to some things that she wanted to do but she has said yes to you. So even in this very moment, we are praying for clarity for her. We're praying, Lord God, that you are showing her away, that you're opening doors. Even as the listeners hear this prayer and pray with us, they understand that Jerry Lynn is one we need to be praying for, we need to be supporting, and we need to be helping her do all you've called her to do because she is walking with you. We thank you and we praise you in Jesus name. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, I've never done that, but hey, when you're around the anointed of the Lord, you're going to do some things that you didn't think that you should do. I love you said, if you're not listening to him, you have nothing to say. Yeah. You know, I I want our listeners to to I might I that might be the title of this this podcast. If you're not listening to him, you have nothing to say. Because think about it. I I know I'm about to strike a, a chord. Okay. How many times have you been talking to somebody and they just spouted off some some foolishness, and you 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 know you <laughs> really this is what you're coming. Uh, uh, and, and talking about yeah, we, because we feel like let's just say let's just throw some words out there and see which words can get a rise or which words can so I I, I like that if you're not listening to him and I'm a, and I and I think I'm gonna have that's gonna be a, a Instagram post and, and it's gonna have your name underneath it you know what I mean but I think instead of saying him I'm gonna put God. Because, you know, a joker would be like, him. Well, who's him? You don't see that capital H. Well, what does that mean? Who him? Who named their child him? Oh <laughs> so, so, yes, ladies and gentlemen, if you go on my Instagram, you're probably going to see that on there in the very near. But by the time we have uh, post this podcast episode, that'll, that'll long be up there. Okay. <laughs> uh, I, I need to go backwards.
1: Because
0: okay. I love something you said earlier, and I didn't uh, have you kind of work a little bit with that. Uh, you said that one of the things that people do is we sin, we repent, we get into church, and then we go back to sinning again. And it's like, you know, wash, rinse, repeat kind of deal. Yeah. So, I probably got about six teenagers that listen to this. Uh, How do you help them kind of beat that cycle early on while you also explain to our older listeners, just to our Christian listeners, how how do you defeat that cycle? You know, I know, that is not a requirement. I did a Word Wednesday, and I said in that Word Wednesday, and I mean it right this second sinning is not a requirement. There's no requirement to disobey God. So uh, I open that back to you.
1: Yeah, so again, I think it also just has to do with our culture and just like the seeker friendly. um, And just, you know, putting on everybody do what you want, say what you want, it doesn't matter because he'll forgive you. But in reality, if you truly love him, you'll do whatever it takes to be in proximity Mm. with him. Um, And the only way to go higher and meet him is to be, I know we're throwing this word word around a lot, but consecrated. Mm. So to be separated from sin. Um, And like, I just wanna make this very clear. It's not that there's perfection, um, obviously, because no one can reach perfection. Every man falls short, but it's that you're so in love with him that everything else is is garbage is waste, right? Mm. Um, and like we have our eyes on him, that nothing else is distracting, and it's that we just want to pursue him. Um, and how do we meet him? We meet him through prayer. So through really setting aside time in the day, and I'm not just talking about like you know, you know you have to lock yourself in your room for thirty minutes and put on worship music. Like you can pray. Um, wherever you're at you know you can meet him you can call upon him um, and he'll be there but really spending time in prayer um opening up your word it says in the beginning in the beginning god was the word and he was the word who's with the word so obviously every time you open your bible even if it doesn't make sense you know you reading it and really just asking him to you know reveal it and just really like getting it into your heart it will also also help you know him more see him clear um um worship um and then just really desiring him through love so you know when we try to strive and enter into this place of holiness you know that's the spirit of the pharisees you know Mm -hmm. i really like it's a demonic principality it's what hung him on the cross um and so there is a very clear distinctive line of of striving um and really, you know, working, like running up to the Lord, because, you know, it's not easy. It's not going to come without its hardships, without its battles, but he's worth it because you're in love with him. Um, And so there's that like very clear difference of just love, you know, just adoration of the father, you know, just really locking eyes with him. And I think when you lock eyes with him, um, and you don't allow other things to be your idols or to have your gaze. Um, it really keeps you from that cycle.
0: Well, praise God. You know, uh, shameless plug. <laughs> I did, what did I, I did a, I think it's a Word Wednesday. I don't even think it's aired yet uh, because it is not, I don't think it's a Word, I don't, I think it's just a TikTok video I did. But I talked about, uh, John 15, and in John 15, and that might have been last night, I think I did it last night going through John, you said the words proximity with the Lord,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and I'm going to, if you don't mind, I'm yeah. going to amend that just a little bit, and I, I think you're going to agree with me. When we say proximity with the Lord, the proximity Must include connection. Yeah. Because Jesus says, I am the vine and you are the branches, right? Right. If you take a branch off the tree, like you break it from the tree and Mm -hmm. set it on the the trunk, you just set it there, well, it still has proximity to the tree.
1: Right.
0: It's still on the tree, but it's not connected. It can't get the nutrients anymore.
1: Yeah, that's good.
0: I think something that you said earlier. Just because you, uh, just because you go in the in the door, you go in the church door, but you're on your way to hell. That's what you said. You're in the church door. You're in the church, right? Proximity. Right. I'm at church, but I'm not connected. Right. And so uh, that that I just wanted, if you don't mind. I'm not trying to put words in your mouth, but just when you said that, that's what kind of came to me, uh, was, was that, Mm -hmm. Um, I, uh, I I had to pause. I might have to cut that out. No, I ain't going to cut that out. No, don't cut it out. (laughs) I just had a thought. No, I'm talking about my pause. I just had a thought, uh, and, and I realized I was supposed to bring something from work. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, I do work. I don't just sit on, uh. Podcast all day, and and it's, but I have to remember to see if I can get my wife to bring that. Uh, but anyway, here, So here is my question to you, and I. This is a, this is a loaded question. Not loaded, but it's like I don't know how you'll be able to answer it, because you're you're. I'm gonna say this. I was gonna say this later. I'm gonna say it right now. The anointing of the Lord is on you. It's in your words. It's in your presence. I wish that, and I haven't done this yet, and this may be the first one. I've never posted a podcast as a YouTube video. I've never done it. But this may be the first one because I really believe that the anointing of the Lord even comes through the screen for you. Your focus is God the Father, and if somebody says, you know, blah blah blah, and you know, oh, would you do this? It's fine, but but I just need to be with the Lord, and so I know that's a side note. But I, I, ladies and gentlemen, I thank you, Jesus. You when you when you are around God's anointed, you better pay attention because God is. Now, I can't even. Stress that enough, and I'm not even talking about Jerry Land anymore. I'm just talking about when you are around the Lord's anointed, you better pay attention. You better be careful, because when the Bible talks about uh, "Touch not my anointed," and I can't remember, "Do, do my something, no wrong." I can't remember the word that is used there, but it's a "Thus saith the Lord." You know that's. Real. So when when I prayed for Jerry Lynn earlier, ladies and gentlemen, we need to be keeping her lifted in prayer. But watch this. We need to pray for those who come against Jerry Lynn. I'm going to say that again because you didn't hear me right. I'm serious. We need to pray for those people who come against Jerry Lynn. Because... God does not play. I mean that. I know we like to, in America, we like to say things like, oh, this is my truth, and this is my this, and oh, he's my God, and I have God my way. Listen to me. I'm serious right now. God the Father is not a respecter of man. He doesn't respect your opinion. He doesn't respect your truth. And I know you don't want to hear that. I don't care. We need to be praying for Jerry Lynn and we need to be praying for anybody who would come against her. Those people don't even know how much prayer they need. Thank you, Lord, for that word. We're gonna receive that word. Yes. So now let me ask that question. <laughs> I, I, was, I was about to ask you a question, but you're
1: getting all just... prophetic, you get such
0: praise the Lord. Um, so what is God teaching you these days? That's the question. Uh, and I and I put a little joke in the question thing. I said, my guess is the remnant, because every time I hear you speak, you talk about the remnant. I know. <laughs> So, but what is God, what is God teaching you these days?
1: So I feel like the, again, it's just like this whole podcast. We're just talking about, you know, listening to the Lord, really being consecrated and set apart from him. Um, And obviously all of that overflows from the remnant. So this is from Genesis to Revelation. There's always like God's people who are brought out of, darkness who are brought out of exile who are brought out of this place of brokenness and desperation um and when they travel from that that spot it requires um listening to the lord it requires like being sensitive to his moving you know when the israelites left um there was a way faster way to get Mm -hmm. to the promised land but he specifically told them to go through the wilderness and that wasn't without them being sensitive to his leading and his guiding um, And so, yeah, what's been on my heart is just, you know, the Lord having a people, having this chosen, um, set apart group of people who don't care what everybody else is doing, who are willing to say no to culture, willing to say no to the things of the enemy um, and willing to say yes to the Lord and whatever aspect that looks like, you know, I think we're okay in America with saying yes to the Lord, as long as that fits in my plan, as Mm. long as I'm comfortable with doing that, as long as I can control. But as soon as he starts asking us of things that don't make sense, and that we can't see in the future, um, we want to be like, okay, hold up, like back it up. Like, I'm not okay with that. Um, And what do we do? We walk away. Mm. Um, And in reality, that's not a remnant people, you know, the remnant are those who have hung on. And clung to the Father. So, you know, obviously, you know, I just feel like we just have to hit on it. COVID was an exile. And so you saw churches were empty for months. People dropped out, people left, people's exposure of what they were doing um, outside of public spaces was revealed. And so then you, I really feel like right now we're just in this season of having, you know, believers who are really passionate for the Lord and willing to give him a yes. Um, So that's really just been on my heart is, um, you know, raising up people, being around people, following, being um, in relationship with people that will push you to the Father, that will encourage you to be in a place of prayer and in the Word, you know, to be in a place of, you know, that correction of, hey, you know, get back on the, sh- like, straight and narrow path. Like, this this isn't a game. Um, so, yeah, I would even, like, hit on that, too. Like, the Lord has really been revealing to me the importance of relationships, but of God-breathed, um, inspired relationships that will not tempt you and distract you but really push you into your call um, and what, to, what he's asking you of that season.
0: All right. Praise God. I wrote down – COVID was an exile. I like that. I don't think we think in those terms. And, and I think that messes us up. And I I say this so much, people are going to get tired of hearing me say it. <laughs> American U.S. believers. You know, I read a book called The Insanity of God, and it wrecked me. Because you're looking at people who are truly persecuted in Eastern Europe, in parts of Asia, the Middle East, and these are people who literally could lose their life for saying "I love the Lord," and but they continue to say that. Yeah. And you know, I I Actually, get on on it. Again.
1: You watch the movie. There's a movie.
0: The insanity of God is a yeah. movie. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen it.
1: It's really good. You should watch it. And well, I it.
0: now I didn't know it existed, so now that I know it's like it like a is.
1: documentary, and so like their faces are covered up. Um,
0: is but. it? But is it the? Is it uh, Nick? Whatever is it? Is it from his book?
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh
0: my gosh, I think I I think I may watch that. It's so powerful though that book. It it wrecked me. It mm-hmm. I, my attitude as a Christian. You heard me say it earlier today, and I mean it. If I offend you, that is not my problem. You know what I mean? And, and I, I love it. People <laughs> who know me know that I mean that. I don't try to be mean. I don't try to come across as whatever. But my friend, I would rather offend you to heaven than, and I know there's some cool saying, I just don't know it. I just know I would rather offend you to heaven <laughs> than, than, you know, I don't know, not offend you to hell. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, so yeah so so that that COVID was an exile I I liked that you said that now I heard you say something about being online because I wanted to ask you how it was sharing your faith while you're at collegiate are you guys not on campus
1: so no um you could, so, cause junior year, so it was COVID, um, it was all online. Cause obviously it was with the college. So mm-hmm. that's like a public college. So they were all online. Um, and then I just chose to continue doing it online for my senior year because it really, um, enabled me to do other things. Um, the Lord like really opened doors. So like I started a worship night on the lakes, um, on Monday nights. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was called fire nights. Um, and so we just do worship, like on like Hollingsworth, like completely publicly for anybody like walking by, um, like we have a social media for it, which we will start back up soon. Um, anyways, so it's like really enabled me to turn off the pool water. Yes. Turn it back on, will you please? I wanted to go to the top. Okay.
0: okay Welcome to the podcast. Yeah. us I to me. Can you turn it back on? Yeah.
1: You I'll go. Again. i through the i that
0: so ladies and gentlemen is that your mom no
1: this is um an elderly lady that goes to our church that kaylee lives with.
0: got it Miss so, what's her name
1: miss bev and she's a prayer warrior
0: oh praise yeah, god a
1: prayer closet and everything
0: praise god so ladies and gentlemen you heard in the very background miss bev making her appearance on the <laughs> podcast so that was that was awesome and i'm leaving that in
1: okay. that's going
0: that's going in the podcast okay. so go ahead continue Wait,
1: we're talking were we about talking
0: fire about? nights
1: oh yeah fire nights so um i don't know like, he really used um just me being online to be able to travel so like you know um i've preached at a couple churches like not even locally um and then i've done worship like with um, a team across Florida. Um, so he really just allowed me to do ministry um, even as a young teenager because I wasn't tied to school. Um, so yeah, but just going back into fire nights, again, that was something that was very uncomfortable. You know, I don't really think, you know, worshiping, like singing out like outside. I mean, obviously we had guitars and stuff, um, but that was definitely uncomfortable. But um, it was something that the Lord asked me to do. Um, it's how I make Kaylee, um, and just really other good friends. Um, so being online really allowed like the Lord to work, um, in other areas of my life.
0: Praise God. Yeah. I like, I like that fire nights on Mondays. Now, is that going to continue?
1: Yeah. So I'm hoping in the summer, so like in a month, so maybe when this is, um, put out. If you follow it, like you'll be able to see when we're starting it back up.
0: Yeah. Okay. So hopefully in the summer. And I, and hopefully I'll have your, you said you have a, a Facebook for fire nights.
1: Yeah. I have an Instagram. Instagram. for it, at least. All right. So the Instagram is,
0: Hey, Hey, L- Hey, Hey, oh. don't be giving that. Now I'm gonna ask that later. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Hey. Ladies and gentlemen, I thought that Jerry Lynn was a really good, uh, guest. But now she done took over the show, ladies and gentlemen. So I'm out of a job. <laughs> <laughs> no. But we'll we'll come to that in a second, okay. if that's okay. all right with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, my bad. So <laughs> I this is one of my favorite episodes. Uh, you guys might think that Jerry Lynn and I have been besties forever, but we really kind of just met. Like, like I yeah. saw her. And something called Youth Alive at our school. In ninth
1: grade. Yeah,
0: but but away from that, because we didn't. You were weren't you there ninth and tenth?
1: Yeah, I was there ninth and tenth. Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, but then away from that, and I didn't really know her that well then. Mm-hmm. You, you spoke a couple of times, and I didn't really know who that was. I felt like didn't Miss Hall kind of lean on you quite a bit.
1: Yeah, me and Hall were besties.
0: Yeah. And so so that I think that's why when I had, uh, I have her sister in class, ladies and gentlemen. And I think it was at that point that I just started trying to connect some dots. And mm-hmm. like, man, I feel like I should know her. All right, let's get back to the podcast. We're not cutting that out either. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> uh, what Bible passages get you through difficult times? And I know you said you had some struggles. Your difficult times may be different from other people's difficult times.
1: Yeah. So do you want me to, like, say, like, difficult times? You just want me to read the scriptures that, like, really?
0: Uh, just, sharing the, just sharing with the listeners, kind of, when you're struggling, what passages do you turn to?
1: Yeah. Um, so I really struggle with looking at american culture um Mm -hmm. in the church um and really looking at people's lives who claim to be christian um yeah or like living this you know double-sided life um and again like i am like just such a believer in prayer 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 um and with that i feel like when you have the lord's burden of people when you continually like look at broken things, Mm. it just pushes you into like deeper prayer and deeper prayer. But, you know, so I like really struggle with like looking at people's lives or, you know, things around me and just like feeling like there. this is just too big. Like, Mm. how do I fit in here, Lord? Like, what is my place? Like, this is just too much. Like, um, and, obviously like that's insecurity. And so, you know, you can just turn to the Lord in that, but we're just getting into some really hard times. And I'm not just talking about personally, I'm talking about globally, like periodically, like as in like this day and age, there are things that no other generation has faced, um, like a whole exile. Um, and you know that really like just places a burden on me because you know i'm looking at you know countries go to war um and you know people's rights so easily taken away and the ability to gather and meet and worship so quickly that's broken um and so many people don't have that freedom and so this is a little bit strange like i feel like some people may not get this scripture but for the people who do get this scripture i just pray like the lord gives fresh revelation but it's psalms 2 um and in the beginning, it's talking about the nations are raging um, and how in that day they will build themselves up together and kind of like mock at the Lord and saying, like, who's in control here? But then um, in verse 7, Psalms 27, it says, the king proclaims the Lord's decree. The Lord said to me, you are my son. Today I have become your father. Only ask of me and I will give you the nations as your inheritance. And the whole earth as your possession, and you will break them with an iron rod and smash them like clay pots. Um, and so, if you're catching this, this is just talking about. Like, I just want to set this up. Like, the the son and the father are in conversation here, and the father is telling the son, "Ask of me, and I will give you the nations." Um, and so, you know, like as I'm just like looking around and seeing what's happening in the world. I'm like lord like what's happening here like are we moving into revelation like you know what's my place and i feel like it's just that same um that same command like ask of me and i will give you the nations um and that nation may be your backyard that might be 10 minutes away that might be to a different continent whatever that looks like but like you do have an inheritance here like we do see the goodness of the Lord and the land of the living. And there mm-hmm. are salvations and healings um, and redemptions to be had here. And so I've just really clung to that promise, you know, even if I'm not seeing the healings, you know, even if I am not seeing people healed, like I still cling to the fact that that the father is in control and he's willing and he He's just like waiting for us to ask him waiting for us to get to a place of desperation. We're in prayer where we're like, Lord, whatever it is like, let your will be done. Mm. Um, and so that is a scripture that has just been like burning on my heart the past few months. Like the nations are raging, you know, we're moving into crazy times. Um, but the Lord is still holy and he's still sitting on the throne. Um, and his command is ask of me and I will. So,
0: Praise God. This is, this is, this is so, I might have to break this into two episodes. You know, this is, this is good. This is really, really good. And so, uh, what words of encouragement do you have for our listeners? Mm.
1: Just that he's worth it. You know, mm. Jesus is worth it. Um, it comes with a cost daily. There's a cost daily, you have to die to the flesh daily, but he's so worth it. Um, And you know, like we've already talked about, like, you will have to say no to things, and you will have to say yes to things, but Jesus is worth it. Um, And there comes a point like, in your walk, where you come to the realization that he's everything or he's nothing. Um, and so just go all in, you know, waste your days in prayer, like waste your days in the church, big C, little C, like waste your days with him because he's just so worth it.
0: Girl, you, you just full of these. I never heard that expression and I love it. Waste your days in prayer. I love that because what is the one thing that people, have a tendency to say why they don't read their Bible, why they don't pray. I don't have time.
1: Right.
0: I'm so busy,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know. And I, I'm I'm just kind of going off of what you just said, and and you know, to our listeners, if this offends you, you're not gonna die. <laughs> uh, if thank you, Jesus. I got the word this well. (laughs) If you say, I'm too busy to pray. If you say, I'm too busy to read my Bible. Jerry Lynn just said, waste your days in prayer. Waste your days in church. Meaning, you're going to spend your time. And when you're too busy to pray, And you are too busy to be in community, uh, church, but I'm going to call it community. So you understand we're not talking about a building where you go to the way we do church in the U.S. Then you're wasting time. Because the most important thing is spending time with the Father. That's what Jesus was trying to teach Martha. When he says, only one thing matters and Mary has chosen well. Mm-hmm. if you're gonna waste time waste time in prayer waste time in the community big C church I like that I like that you you've taught me so much uh today and I really appreciate that and i and I mean that I mean that sincerely now uh, now let me ask you the question that you've been chomping at the bit to answer. Social media. How can we find you <laughs> on, on social media?
1: Okay, so Fire Nights. Um, That is LKLD. So like the acronym for Lakeland. So LKLD.fire.
0: And that's the Instagram?
1: Yeah, so that's the Worship and Prayer Nights Instagram.
0: Okay, all right. And so I will, I will put this in the show notes so that those of you who are listening, it'll make your life easier. You don't have to pause and write it down. You can just uh, go into the show notes, scroll down, click, click, and you're there. Now, uh, is there any way for people to connect with you? Interesting. Are you thinking or did it freeze? I thought it, and it was so pause. I, I, I thought the internet had frozen.
1: <laughs> no, it did freeze. It oh, did. Okay. oh, okay. Okay, <laughs> okay. so I'm pretty sure you asked for my Instagram, right?
0: Well, I just asked, how can people connect with you?
1: Yeah, so you can um I mean I can give them my Instagram or my <laughs> phone number, either one.
0: <laughs> Bro, I'm not putting your phone number okay, on, okay, on, okay. The website, okay. on the website on the Thing So okay, y'all don't have to reach out Instagram. to her. Okay. So
1: it's R. So it's dot N.R. All right.
0: And, and that's on, on Instagram. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: All right. So if you guys want to, especially if you're local, if you are local, then I would encourage you. I, I, I just heard a fire nights recently and even when I heard about it, it didn't click in my brain to go to it. Uh, but uh, prayerfully, yeah. Uh, hold up. What time y'all do that? Because the so Spirit of the Lord leaves me every night at 8 o'clock and tells it's me. It's at 6. Okay. <laughs> he doesn't do that much.
1: <laughs> oh, my word.
0: <laughs> so, okay. 6 o'clock around Lake Collinsworth.
1: Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So
0: these days I've been doing a volleyball camp with the at Southwest Middle School and so that's what I've been doing this season of life but you guys haven't you're not out there right now right you know what you said
1: no we've been taking a sabbatical
0: yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah. all right well nevertheless so so they can go to they can go to the Instagram page and get updates and things like that and Mm -hmm. I would encourage you Uh, you guys to go check that out, but also connect with Lynn I'm not connected with her, uh, uh, so I can't sit here and say, oh, this is the content or whatever, but I can tell you that she's anointed. I can tell you that she loves the Lord. I can tell you that she's not going to lead you away from where God would have you go. I can tell you that she will support you. I can tell you that if she's praying for you, then you got some good people praying for you. So I would encourage you to to reach out uh, to her. So do you have any final words before we let the people go back to their lives?
1: No, just that Coach face is amazing.
0: Oh, praise God. That's too too (laughs) kind, too kind, too kind. Let's leave on that. Thank you very much for your time.
1: Yes, thank you.
0: Wow, wow, wow. I cannot tell you how thankful I am to the Lord for the time that we just spent sharing with Jerilyn. There is no doubt that she loves the Lord and there is no doubt that she is serving the Lord. I love that word of encouragement that she gave you guys. Jesus is worth it. You know, it makes me think, what are are we going through? What persecution is happening to you? What difficult time are you going through? Jesus is worth it. And it may not seem like it because you may feel like everything you're going through, there's never relief. Jesus is worth it and it isn't even about <clears throat> excuse me it is not even about comparing yourself to someone else just understanding what Jesus did on the cross for the forgiveness of our sins so that we might be able to have a right relationship with God Jesus is worth it and so I really love that you know she, she gave you guys that word of encouragement don't forget to check out fire nights uh, look in the show notes and you will see how to con- contact or connect with those fire nights on Instagram and then also Lynn's Instagram information is also here in the show notes So I pray that you got much out of this podcast this week. But that's all we have for the Agape Leaders podcast. Until next time, you have a blessed week.